The emergence of top-level domains specific to certain industries are giving more definition to URLs than simply .com, .net, or .org. But the emergence of these new domains is opening doors for new risks, as some of these new domains have proven easy for hackers to spoof. As the .bank TLD is now being rolled out, the financial services industry is taking proactive steps to ensure that the .bank domain is not susceptible to the same types of vulnerabilities, however. During this first part of a two-part panel interview, Craig Schwartz, Managing Director of FTLD Registry Services, and Doug Johnson of the American Bankers Association explain why the top-level domain .bank is being positioned to be much more secure than .com, and why the financial services industry is taking significant interest in setting up parameters that ensure .bank TLDs won't be compromised. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. So, Craig, I'd like to start with you and just have you offer some background about FTLD Registry Services, how it was created, and the role that it's playing in the .bank initiative. Thank you, Tracy, and happy to be with you today to talk about FTLD Registry Services. The company itself was formed back in 2011 by a coalition of banks, insurance companies, and trade associations, including the American Bankers Association and the Financial Services Roundtable. And its formation was a response to ICANN's new GTLD program and this unbounded expansion for new top-level domains. Logically, many in the financial services sector were concerned about financially oriented domains being available and what it might contribute to the sector in the way of potentially increased malicious activity, consumer confusion, and increased issues for brand holders. And so the company was formed to serve and protect the sector by establishing a very rigid set of requirements to participate in the domain and a rigid set of enhanced security requirements to mitigate a lot of the malicious activities that are currently propagated on the Internet. So, Craig, you mentioned that this particular organization was founded in 2011, but .bank only recently became available. Organizations can now register for .bank, is that correct? That's correct. And then, Doug, this .bank initiative is one that the American Bankers Association has been supporting and promoting for some time now, as Craig pointed out. Can you just give us some perspective from the ABA standpoint about why .bank is so important and why you have been supporting this for so long? Sure, Tracy. Happy to, to do it and happy to, to be on. Thanks for having us. Ever since ICANN, the Internet Corporation for Assigned Names and Numbers, came to the conclusion that they were going to essentially open the internet to uh, whatever the market would bear in terms of, of additional domains. We have obviously been extremely concerned about what could essentially happen if uh, we had a, a set of financial domains that, that were not owned by the industry. And we felt that the .bank domain particularly was, was an important one for the, the industry to, to own and operate. Uh, we initially recommended to ICANN that, that they not deploy financial domains, but once it became clear that they were, we wanted to make sure that we brought in the, the proper number of security experts and the proper complement of individuals and companies to, to really help us draw what conclusions were necessary to have the right level of security within the domain and to have the proper verification process on the front of the domain. And so we were very supportive from the beginning and want to ensure that we can actually build a domain, which we have, that is an identifiable protected space for our customers and our banks to have greater levels of trust that they can accomplish their banking business in a secure fashion. And so that's what really we're all about is to, to really take that proactive step within this increasingly sophisticated world of potential cybersecurity 
challenges. And we felt that if we did not take this step, uh, someone else would. And we certainly wouldn't want to be in the position of having some entity external from the financial services industry own .bank. We have that challenge with other domains that are financial domains that are, are not owned by the industry, but it was absolutely imperative that, that we operate as an industry, as a global industry .bank. So, Doug, I think you answered my next question, but I'd like for you maybe just to expand here a bit. So the industry overall is in support of .bank now, maybe not initially, but as time has gone on, there's been more support there. That's correct. Initially, what we recommended to ICANN, and, and frankly, even the FDIC recommended this through a, a comment letter, was that financial domains not be deployed at all because there was a potential for customer confusion associated with those domains. Then once it became clear that those domains were going to be deployed, what we did is we pulled together a group of individuals and companies to come up with a recommended set of security standards to have mandated within those financial domains. And we provided them to ICANN and, again, recommended that those security requirements be mandated for any highly sensitive uh, domain. That has not occurred either. So .bank essentially is the only domain, as well as .insurance, which the industry will also run, that are going to have those mandated levels of security that are going to give enhanced levels of trust to our customers when they're at a .bank site that they are, in fact, at their bank site. When they get a communication from their financial institution, the level of email communication authentication is such that they can have a higher level of trust that that communication is coming from the financial institution. And when you think about that, that's huge because that type of capacity is just not available to us in, in .com because of the potential for phishing and spoofing. So are you getting a lot of buy-in then from ABA members? Are they going ahead and signing up for .bank now? We've had a tremendous amount of, of interest. I think the, the first thing that, that was clear to, to us in terms of what the, uh, the ramp-up was going to be, both during sunrise period where trademark owners can apply for a domain, but also in general availability, is we had 1,600 bank, not just banker, probably you know, three to 4,000 bankers, but 1,600 banks on a set of two webcasts that we held on this issue. And the questions that they asked were extremely tactical. It wasn't about the why. It wasn't about the value proposition for .bank. It was about the how. It was about what do we do to do this? What do we do to do that? So the question of whether or not to do it was essentially off the table. They were going to essentially register the domain. It was how to most effectively accomplish that particular goal. And, and I think that the ramp up during uh, the sunrise period and I'll let uh, Craig comment on this. I think um, what we've seen is the, the ramp up in, during the sunrise period uh, has really demonstrated the fact that there's a, a high level of interest on the domain. So the, the sunrise period for .bank opened back on May 18th and closes tomorrow, June 17th. And through yesterday, we've had nearly 700 sunrise applications for .bank domains, which I think puts it right at the very top of the most successful sunrise period for all of the new TLD launches. So we're very pleased and excited and certainly encouraged for what this means for general availability that starts uh, next week on June 24th. Uh, Craig, I know you and I have talked about this in the past, so I'll go ahead and, and start with you. And, and then, Doug, you may want to, to add something here, and, and Dave, perhaps you as well. There are some very tight verification controls that are in place for .bank, which really aims to kind of help prevent some of these malicious registrations that Doug was talking about. Can you give us just some idea of what some of these verification controls or features are? 
Sure. The verification process, which is handled by our partner, Semantic Corporation, involves vetting that the entity that's applying for the domain name is a chartered and supervised bank regulated by a government agency, that the person requesting the domain name is a full-time employee of the organization or of the bank, that that person also has authority by the bank to register domain names on its behalf, and that the domain names that have been requested are in compliance with FTLB's name selection policy, which means for the sunrise period, the domain names requested had to be an exact match of the marks they had registered in ICANN's trademark clearinghouse. And for general availability starting next week, domain names have to correspond to the trademark, trade name, or service mark of the registrant. So there are very strict restrictions on who can get in and what types of domains can be registered. And if you and on top of that, the mandatory enhanced security requirements, which I'm sure we'll get to shortly, it makes it the trusted, protected, and more secure place that we continue to tout .bank is. So Craig, what are some of the costs associated with deploying a .bank TLD for institutions that want to use it? Is it more expensive than other TLDs? So acquiring a .bank domain is more expensive than other top-level domains. And that is so because of the, the operational cost that FTLD has in providing this top-level domain to the sector. Our costs are more expensive. And as a result, uh, they do get passed on down to the end user registrants. The mandatory enhanced security requirements that we have and need to monitor real time every day, all the time, comes at a cost to us. The semantic verification process that was mentioned earlier um, also comes at a significant cost to FTLD, the organization. And there are other relationships that we formed with, for example, Architellos that will help us monitor for domain name abuse happening in .bank and or compliance with our security requirements. When you factor in the various relationships that we've formed with some of the world's leading security firms, it translates into a much more expensive operation for us. And as a result, uh, registrants are paying more for domain names. As you know, FTLD doesn't control the price that registrars charge. And what we've been hearing is that domain names are retailing anywhere from a little bit under $1,000 a year per domain to uh, close to $2,000 a year per domain. And that really depends on what other services a registrant purchases from uh, their domain name registrar. With costs like that, it certainly makes it a much less attractive place for bad actors where there are other top-level domains that you can register for. You know, under $10 a name and a more cost-effective place for them to uh, try and infiltrate the sector and, and uh, I'll stop with that. And just one more question for you, Craig. What will happen with banks.com domains during this transition period to .bank? Will they both be running simultaneously? So it really depends on what the bank determines its use of its .bank domains will be. Uh, we know that some entities have told us that they will convert over their a consumer-facing presence from a, a .com site to a .bank website. Others may dip their toes in the water a little more gently and use it, for example, in how they communicate via email with their customers and or perhaps with their regulators. So I think it will be determined by what the bank's digital strategy is and what the time frame is for bringing .bank to the, 
to their customers. This is the end of the first part of a two-part interview about top-level domains, specifically .bank. Be sure to check back for part two when Craig Schwartz of FTLD Registry Services, Doug Johnson of the American Bankers Association, and Dave Jevons of the Anti-Phishing Working Group discuss vulnerabilities being exploited in top-level domains and how the financial services industry is proactively mitigating these risks with .bank. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten. Thank you for listening.